0: The Lord Jesus had twelve original disciples, but those men were just the first of many more followers of Christ. They are an example for us to learn from and a reminder that God works in ordinary people. Are you a true follower of Jesus Christ? Let's study the twelve with Scott Pauley today and find truth that will help us all to follow more closely to Christ.
1: There are several different Simons in the New Testament, as many as eight, perhaps. And there's one that's very prominent. You know him as Simon Peter. He is first on the list of the original twelve disciples. But today I bring you to another Simon. He is actually number 11 on each of the list. And in Matthew and in Mark, he's referred to as Simon the Canaanite. But he has another name that he goes by. Luke refers to him, both in his gospel record and also in the book of Acts, as Simon Zelotes, or Simon the Zealot. He is one of the least known disciples. And yet there's one thing we know about him, and that is this, that Simon was a zealous man. You know, you can tell a lot about a man by what makes him zealous, by what makes him glad, sad, and mad. So let me ask you, what do you get stirred up about? It tells on you, you see. And the Bible refers in each occasion to Simon as Simon the Zealot or Simon the Canaanite, and both of those words mean zealous one. Let me show you one today. In Luke chapter number 6 and verse number 15, the Bible uh, is giving us this list of the disciples. It says Matthew and Thomas, James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon called Zelotes. There it is, Simon the Zealot. Now you have to understand who the Zealots were to appreciate this particular characteristic about Simon's life. The Zealots were a radical political party. And they rose under a man by the name of Judas in the days of Rome's severe taxation over Israel. And this particular group was a group of political malcontents. They were rebels, if you will, rebelling against Rome and using force they thought to make a difference. They were violent patriots. In fact, Uh, It was their uh, absurgence that in many ways contributed to the destruction of Jerusalem in A.D. 70. There was this constant conflict, this back and forth. So here's a man who has connected himself to a political party that is radical and fanatical, and suddenly we find him in the list of the original disciples. We find him in the first church. Think about that. Something must have made him leave this man named Judas that he'd been following for a teacher from Nazareth by the name of Jesus. And just as a little side note, consider this. In the same first church, in the same group of the original 12 disciples, on one end of the spectrum, you have Simon the Zealot, and on the other end, you have Matthew the sellout, Matthew, who was a tax collector for Rome, and Simon, who hates Rome, Only one person could bring those two extremes together, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. May I tell you what we all have in common? If you're a follower of Jesus, we have Christ in common. We may have different ideas, different backgrounds, different feelings about certain things, but Christ makes the difference. And I believe that Simon Zelotes is a picture of the mercy that is found in Jesus Christ and the difference that he makes in our lives. Now consider this, Simon Zelotes would have killed for Israel, but instead he will die as a martyr for Christ. In fact, we're in Luke chapter number 6, this particular particular, uh, list of the original 12 disciples. Uh, Did you ever notice the first message uh, that this man, Simon Zelotes, is going to hear? In verse 20 of Luke 6, Jesus lifts up his eyes on the disciples, and he says, Blessed be ye poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. He's speaking of poverty of heart, poverty of spirit, and he's connecting that to the eternal kingdom. Do you see how this man's view, his kingdom view changed? In fact, in the very same message, Luke chapter 6, verse 27, Jesus says this, But I say unto you which hear, Love your enemies, do good to them which hate you, bless them that curse you, and pray for them which despitefully use you. And unto him that smiteth thee on the one cheek, offer also the other. And him that taketh away thy cloak, forbid not to take thy coat also. May I just say, that is not at all the message that Simon had heard from the zealots. No, Simon Zelotes didn't lose his zeal. He just got zealous about the right thing. In fact, all through, he is referred to as Simon the Zealot. It's the only thing we're told about Simon in the Bible. And I would suggest to you, the only thing that people are going to remember about you is what you were passionate about. Christ merely sanctified his heart. He, he had a zeal originally, not according to knowledge. Now he knows. Now he has a zeal that is connected to his knowledge of who Christ is. Uh, dear friend, are you zealous for Jesus today? Are you on fire for God? What, what are you stirred up about? Think of this man. He, he traded hatred for love. He traded a political party for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He traded fleshly enthusiasm for spiritual zeal. He traded force for faith. He traded war for the peace that is found only in Jesus Christ. I know he's not first on the list. He's, he's near the end of the list, but he's one of the disciples. He has become a true follower of the Lord Jesus. He got zealous about being right with God. May I say to you, not everything in the world matters, and certainly not everything in the world matters for eternity, but the one thing that matters is that you're right with the Lord. In fact, in Revelation chapter 3, verse number 19, our Lord says to one of the churches that they are to be zealous and repent, be a zealous repenter, be on fire about being right with God, and for the record, not about everybody else getting right with God, but about you being right with God. He not only got zealous about being right with God, he got zealous about being with Jesus. Do you remember that passage we began our study with in Mark chapter number 3, that they should be with him? Think of this. Simon Zelotes was a part of a group that was characterized by its emphasis on independence, being your own person. And yet now he has joined himself to a man that is teaching that we must be dependent upon the Lord. I tell you, this is a a transformation. You can tell a lot about a person by what excites them. Enthusiasm comes from two words, entheos, which means in God. If anybody ought to be enthused, it's those of us who are in God and God is in us. Would you get on fire again today about hearing from God and talking with him? And then this man, Simon Zelotes, not only got zealous about being right with God and being with Jesus, but he got zealous about going with the gospel. In fact, it's the same chapter, Luke chapter 6, in verse 13, that says, And when it was day, he called unto him his disciples, and of them he chose twelve, whom also he named apostles. It's the one place in Scripture where we find both words, disciple and apostle. A disciple means one who's come to the Lord, a learner, a follower. But apostle means one who's sent by the Lord. He's going with the gospel. Zealous followers should become zealous leaders. Your zeal ought to provoke others. Real religious zeal, spiritual zeal, is contagious. It rubs off on you. The greatest example of that is Christ. Remember that Old Testament prophecy that he said was about him? The zeal of thine house has eaten me up. Well, I'm going to tell you that the zeal that Christ had and the zeal that became Simon Zelote's zeal ought to become our zeal today. Would you catch the zeal of Jesus Christ Would you be zealous about being right with the Lord and walking with the Lord and then zealous about telling others about the Lord? This is the one thing we know about Simon Zelotes, and it's a great thing. And I wonder today, what's the one thing people know about you? What characteristic would you like to be remembered for? May the grace of God help all of us today to be more zealous, on-fire followers of Jesus Christ.
0: Thank you for joining us today as we looked into God's Word. It is our prayer that you will follow Christ and lead others to Him. Our world is desperate for truth and hope. Scott Pauley has written a new booklet on the need of our nation that addresses what believers can and should be doing at this time. Order your copy now at EnjoyingTheJourney.org. We'd love to hear from you and look forward to studying with you again next time on Enjoying the Journey. Thank you.